Welcome back to another episode of Readiness Radio. I'm Aaron Singerman, and I'm sitting right here with Eduardo Silva. It's a pleasure to be next to you again, as yes. always. Yes, thank you, thank you. So Readiness Radio, we've uh, we've knocked out a bunch of these now, and um, there are a bunch of topics that I'm interested in discussing, and one of them today, I'm actually titling the show, Life Isn't Fair, uh, because life isn't fair, and I think that people get caught up on that fact quite a bit. What do you think, Eduardo? Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people get caught up on the feel like uh, life owes them something. Like yeah. uh, they're supposed to have this because they're just here. And that's unfortunately, that's not how life works. Uh, yeah. I mean, in, in, so when people say life isn't fair, um, I think that they got caught up and they, they take that as a negative. I mean, it sounds like a, a negative thing. And, and the truth of the matter is you can certainly take it as a negative thing. I believe life isn't fair. I know that that's, that is the case. But ultimately, you know, how you handle life, ups and downs, is up to you. And I guess that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Uh, one of the things that I've heard quite a bit is uh, people say, well, I wasn't born with this or that or, that, yeah. you know, um, excuses, essentially. Yeah, my family about, wasn't born with money or right. we were born in a poor country, whatever, you know, just it didn't work out for me because I didn't have the same opportunity as this guy. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. able to have the education yeah. or my parents weren't able to yeah. get me this or the other thing or, you know, uh, sadder stories where they didn't have parents or they grew up uh, mm-hmm. with parents on drugs or they get abused by their parents or abused right. by other people, family members. And honestly, no matter how unfortunate or sad all those things are, they're ultimately really excuses. Mm-hmm. And people are can very easily... Um, Say that to themselves, even though obviously say it to other people, but say it to yourself as like an internal monologue where you're saying, well, you know, I Poor was, me. I was abused yeah. Poor me. I mean, yeah. wow, what, what do you expect of me? Right. And, uh, this monologue and this history, this bad history follows you throughout your life. And you're constantly talking and feeling about how bad you've had it and how bad your past was. And by dwelling on that, you are basically relegating your life to uh, something negative, you know, and you'll yep. always be feeling like life isn't fair, and that's going to be a consistent thing that goes on throughout your entire life. You know, I'm sitting here. What, yeah, what, I've what, told you that a bunch well, of times uh, with my family. Yeah, his uh, family is he's got my, some issues. My my mom is uh, always the poor me attitude. My mom's always the victim. My mom is like, oh, this isn't fair. Why does this always happen to me? And through the whole time, you know, I've been with my parents. They've always gone through some hardship because they always focus on the hardship. Right. My mom has never focused on how to get out of it. It's just a focus on why is this happening to me? What have I done? God has forsaken me. She gets like very dramatic. Sure. And um, that's why, like, when we have conversations and she tells me all that best of us, like, I don't want to hear about it because, right. like, that's I'm not interested. Like, yeah. I've, I because I got stuck in that mindset for a little bit until you know, really, until I met you. Yeah. You know, because it's easy because it's it's the easiest way out. Cause then say there's that's just not possible for me. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's the, not on the cards. Yeah. It's the easiest way out. As you go, well, I, I just wasn't meant to be for me. Yeah. You know, it's just not for me. Maybe I was just meant to just make 16 bucks an hour and whatever, and just do this for the rest of my life. It's easy know? to accept mediocrity. I mean, yeah. look, the world is not full of a ton of, you know, ass beaters. It's, right. it's full of, you know, it's funny. Uh, we were just watching a video today. Um, we were eating breakfast. We were watching a video about Russell Brand, uh, comedian uh, meeting Tom Cruise, and he told Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise and him were talking about something, something asinine. They're talking about like um, communism. Communism. Yeah. During <laughs> while he was eating spaghetti, uh, Tom Tom Hank, Tom Cruise was across from him, and he told Tom Cruise, he says, "Tom Cruise, you're different." He's like, "You're different than everybody else," and he's like, "It's like being born uh, into you know 
uh, aristocracies um, and uh, as an aristocrat. You know, he was uh, he was born with something. He's not talking about like. Uh, he wasn't talking about Tom Cruise's um, finances. Uh, yeah, he wasn't talking about it being a star. He's saying what Tom Cruise has inside of him, his drive, his internal drive, the way he looks at the world, is different than everybody else. Yeah. Because people, in general, are either negative or okay with being mediocre or just going through life. You know, yeah. one step at a time. And are just yeah, not, not living, just kind of existing, going. just like being there. Yeah, yeah. People, most people. I read a study. Recently, that a large majority—I forget the number—I don't want to be inaccurate—but it was something like eighty percent of people um, hate their jobs, and you spend more time at your job than anywhere else. I mean, yeah. uh, the whole thing. Thank God it's Friday, you know, where everybody's so thank thankful that the, the work week is done and they yeah, get to go. You be, get to Wednesday, it's Hump Day, so halfway there, and yeah. then Friday's over. And, oh, it's like such a loser talk. What yeah. A bunch of losers. If you, yeah. if you, you know, honestly, if you're sitting there listening to this right now and you're saying. Man, that's me. I just can't wait to be in the weekend because I just hate, you know, doing my job. You need to start taking a look at do a uh, do a real a reassessment, honest, yeah, a reassessment uh, of your life and and where you're going and what you're doing with yourself because that uh, that is bad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you spend if you if you can't if you put together the time that you're asleep, right, mm-hmm. and the time you're at this bad job that uh, that you don't even like. That's like eighty percent of your life essentially yeah. is spent doing stuff you either are not conscious for yet or you don't like. Or you don't like, yeah. And um, man, that just sucks. It just sucks because everybody there is something out there for everybody. Uh, but going back to it, you know, I think of uh, Kai Green. You know, Kai Green is my business partner. If you're not in the bodybuilding world, he's arguably, well, I'd say, he is the most famous uh, bodybuilder out there right now. Most. Um, you know, I would say the most well known for yeah. sure. Obviously, with the exception most of recognizable. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, most recognizable, most recognizable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you have lines, people go crazy for Kai all over yeah. the world. Yeah. And Kai grew up um, with no parents. He grew up in institutionalized uh, childhood, essentially growing up in yeah. a group home. And then before that, the little memories of he has of his mother, uh, he has very almost no memories of his father. And his memories of his mother were very bad because yeah. she was addicted to drugs. She was, uh, you know, mentally unstable even before that abusive abusive yeah, yeah abusive and he had a lot of abuse growing up in his life yeah. and you know it's not, not something he talks about often but he will occasionally talk about some of the sexual and mental abuse that he went through as a child growing up at the hands of all kinds of people basically yeah. and he took um his life in his own hands essentially and uh, created success for himself followed his dreams and became uh, like I said, the most successful, most well-known bodybuilder, at least in the modern age, right? Yeah. You know, bodybuilding obviously had Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's you know one of the biggest stars ever. An icon. Yeah, an icon. He's beyond um, bodybuilding by yeah. far. Um, but um, he's become this thing, and he basically followed his dreams. And his big thing is um, th- thoughts become things, which is uh, we talk about. I've talked about visualization and how important that is. Brian Shaw talked about it, becoming mm-hmm. a champion, how important it is to visualize where you want to be. Most successful people... That you hear talk about it all the time. Yeah, Jim Carrey talked yeah. about it. Remember, he wrote him. He said he wrote himself a check for a, a million dollars. Right. Yep. He said one day I'm going to have this check for a million dollars, right. and then like a few years later, he got a check for a million dollars. Like, you and, know. In, and in my life, I've done a lot of the similar stuff where I carried around a list for years of all the things that I wanted to accomplish. Some of them were very outlandish, uh, and then some of them were realistic. And eventually, I checked them all off, and uh, and I don't have the list anymore because I finished it. Uh, but at the time. When I was on drugs and I wrote the list, or when I was coming off of drugs, really, when I wrote the list, all, almost everything on there seemed like uh, like a crazy dream. You know what I mean? yeah. um, 
own a own a Ferrari was one of the one there that's like when you're when you're just coming off a of heroin and you write down you're going to own a Ferrari, it seems yeah. like yeah, okay again. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that one. You know, have yeah. an article written about me in a magazine. I thought it's funny when I remember writing it down. I was like, man, I wonder if this is going to like be like a, a newspaper obituary article or like something bad. You know, a bad <laughs> article. I was like, I want it to be a good article. Uh, anyway, so. Um, you know, it, it ultimately is what you make of it. So there are people that have had really downs in their life. And some of them, you know, like my downs, uh, the bad stuff that happened to me was all, um, like, I brought it all on myself. So, um, you know, while I, I certainly overcome some really bad obstacles, all those obstacles I kind of put in front of myself. Like Kai, on the other hand, he didn't have any choice in the matter. Uh, bad things happened to him. And he took those bad things, used them as fuel, and uh, became a champion, and, and more so followed his dreams and, and actually realized all of the dreams that he had and, uh, and and accomplished things that I'm sure he never even imagined, you know? Yeah, he's becoming, uh, he's on TV, he's on Netflix, he's trying to become a movie star. Movie star in China. Movie star in China. He's already a movie star in <laughs> yeah. China. Right? I, he's a good example because he's somebody that I know that had a really bad uh, childhood and past. And yeah. There's plenty of examples out there, you know, um, on a mainstream level. You know, Oprah Winfrey, right, mm-hmm. was raped when she was a child yep. and uh, had, uh, I think it was her uncle who molested her. And obviously she became, uh, also she was, you know, she talks about um, being not not like a beautiful Girl, yeah. not like, and she came up in a time where women uh, doing the news or reporting was kind of unheard of. Right. So all these obstacles, and she overcame them all and became a billionaire. Yeah. You know. So, um, but it's very easy. Like I'll, I'll take myself as an example. So there was a a time, you know, I talk, I've talked about this a bunch of times, where um, where my life came to, um, I guess a pinnacle. I think it would be best to say it hit like hit rock bottom. And um, there was a time where I was sitting there, standing there, and um, without going into the entire story, uh, I was there with a girl that I was dating, and we were doing drugs together. And a guy had come over, and he had he he was a friend of mine, I guess a friend of hers too. And he had come over, and we had done drugs together. And when we came back in the room, uh, he was dead. And uh, I mean, he was alive one minute when we left the room, dead the next minute when he came back in the room. And uh, you know. It was a dramatic moment, and um, you know this this kid. You know, was not only was he dead. You know, he had um, you know he had pooped his pants, which is what happens unfortunately when you die. So not only are you dead, it's you know a humiliating thing. And she started screaming at me to move the body, and uh, and it became like a violent thing where she's hitting me because she wanted me to move the body and put him in his truck, drive him down the street, and it was like a moment of clarity where. I got up and ran out of the apartment and literally never spoke to her again. And unfortunately for her, I found out she died uh, right right after that. Was it was unfortunately was beaten and killed. Um, so it's funny because that moment, right? I could have very easily went any uh, any other direction than running out of there and changing my life, and maybe I would have ended up dead with her. You know, very possibly because the people who ended up, in my opinion, ended up killing her were people that we dealt with regularly. So it's a crazy situation where, you know, you could zig or zag and you ultimately you're in control of your life and all the choices, whether you're making excuses for yourself or whether you're heading in one direction or another is really all up to you. Even your feelings are up to you. People say, well, he made me feel this way or she made me feel this way. Uh, that's your choice to let you feel as you are in control of your emotions. You don't have to be hurt by a, a comment. You can move the, a whole other direction. Right. I tell my wife that all the time because she's like, oh, you know, my mom uh, really made me feel bad about this. And I'm like, you're letting her. Oh, you're giving her the power to make you feel however you want to feel. It's just how you react to it. Like the, plenty of people say bad things about me. I just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you get to choose how yeah. much weight you put on a comment 
Right. Um, so like if somebody says something uh, to you that's insulting, mm-hmm. you can take a step back from feeling insulted and say, you know, ultimately this person doesn't really matter. They're not really affecting my life. And uh, I don't have to give any kind of weight to that person's comment. And yeah. before you know it, you know, if you start telling yourself that before you know it, it'll become a reality for you. You know, we've talked many times on the show about habits. And one of the things you can definitely do is pull yourself away from the emotion that you feel for that instant and say, you know, this doesn't really matter. Like in the scheme of things, right. this person doesn't matter. And there's been many times where I get heated right, for a moment on the Internet. Somebody will make a comment. Uh, I've I've gotten some pretty damn thick skin now, but there were times before, and every once in a while now, some people say something that's not true at all about me, or I'll read something that's bullshit, and um, and I'll be like a little bit mad, and I'll start to even write out a response, yeah, and then I go ahead and delete it, yeah. And I've written out back in the day, I've written out whole emails, and I'll wait a few minutes and reread them, and I'm like, what's the point, yeah. you know? Why? Because now you're emboldening, you're gives pa- them more power, yeah, you're giving yeah. them the power yeah. that they realize they've affected you and they're in control of you. They have control of you by having control of your emotions. You realize most people that are doing those things are just cra- craving attention, yeah. And just whether negative or positive, it's like a little kid screaming and behaving bad because they want attention. Right. And, and a lot of times, you know, uh, you can rob them of what they want just by moving in a different direction. And just ignore them. Out of it. <laughs> I mean, the truth of the matter is that bad things happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. I guess that's part of the show. Life isn't fair. Bad things are going to happen to you. Bad things are a part of life. Bad things are a part yeah, of life. Whether you're born a billionaire or whether you're born in the, you know, Poorest of poor, everybody's gonna have bad things happen to them. Yeah, nobody's got a perfect life. It's that's just how it works. So yeah. any person that you look up to, a celebrity, a person on Instagram, whatever, they all have bad stuff happen. You know, uh, unfortunately, one of the facts of life is bad stuff. People die, and there's yeah. not much worse than than that is dealing with death, and and it's gonna happen. It'll happen to you, and yeah. all kinds of bad stuff in between. But ultimately, it's your choice how you react to it. It's your choice to be upset. It's your choice to deal with it and move on to take good from the bad stuff. And uh, you know what? I focus on the good stuff and I push past the bad stuff because I know that it's going to come and go. So like everything in life, in my opinion, is cyclical. So it's always coming around again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have much, much more good than you have bad. But people, will, you're going to have bad. And, mm-hmm. um, and what I do literally is I push through the bad and focus on when the next good thing is going to happen. And I focus on what my goal is for the next good thing. And then it happens. And then you've moved on. Yeah, and all the goods keep getting better and better. Yes. And then the bads just aren't, don't really matter. Because, like, it's the last bad we had was, uh, you know, leaving your old company and yeah. look, look how good the good's been yes. afterward. You know? That's, that, is a, that, is a, that is a good point, is <laughs> yeah. that um, a lot of times the bad stuff, if you, if you look at it the right way, can lead to good stuff. And yeah. in my life, it's almost always been that way, yeah. where something bad happens, I'm upset about it, and then it leads to, to something better. And honestly, that's, so it's like, Things happen. I don't, I'm not a believer of everything happens for a reason necessarily. I think that there's there certainly is something to be said about taking that thought and making it a reality because it doesn't always have to be like that. You can handle a situation where nothing good comes out of it. But if you're looking for something good to come out of a bad situation, I have always found that it's there. You just have to yeah. find it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with that in mind, I think that's the show for today. I just wanted to do a quick one here and, uh, and let you know, even though life isn't fair, it is truly what you make of it.